this is a continuation of the previous audio so I request you to please hear that first and then come to this uh, we are going to be looking at a very important truth uh, that uh, could exist in the life of a believer uh, there are three scenarios that can be expected in the life of a believer one is uh, he having bad fruit the next is he has no fruit and the third is he's producing good fruit so we're going to be studying each of these categories or scenarios in detail uh, let's go to the first scenario which is bad fruit uh, in Isaiah 5 1 it says I will sing for the one I love a song about his vineyard my loved one had a vineyard on a fertile hillside his vineyard here signifies God's vineyard where believers are planted the fertile hillside signifies God did all he could for his vineyard and gave it the very best. God sent his son to die for us on the cross. Uh, he sent the Holy Spirit to guide us, his grace to empower us. Uh, so, you know, he has given us everything. He has put us on a fertile hillside. The next verse, Isaiah 5.2, he dug it up, he cleared it of stones, he planted it with the choice, choicest of wines. Uh, you know, this particular verse is really beautiful. I like the fact that he has cleared it of stones, meaning he has, uh, you know, uh, cleaned the believer's life of all the sin, of all the unwanted things that are uh, a hindrance in the life of this believer. And uh, it's a fact, you know, uh, we all have been cleansed. When we come to Jesus and we ask him to clean us up and uh, forgive us, he really makes us a new creation. And that's what he says. He planted it with the choicest of wines. So when he plants you in his vineyard, uh, you are clean and you are perfect and you have been made holy okay and now it says he built a watchtower in it he cut out a wine press as well then he looked for a, a crop of good grapes but it yielded only bad fruit you know the master did all he could for his precious vineyard nothing more could have been done he built a wine press for it what is the purpose of a wine press why did the master make the wine press it's simply because he wanted to enjoy the fruit the fruit in a believer's life brings our master pleasure, brings our master glory. How? When our deeds bless others, they will, that will result in God being praised, which is the very reason why he created us. You know, uh, the reason the master did so much for his vineyard was this, to get good grapes. He did not plant this vineyard and take so much care of it just to see the beauty of the wines. In fact, it is not just to see the beauty of the wines that any man plants wines in his vineyard. It's simply for the fruit. So did God. Uh, you know, it's all about the fruit because he's looking for the fruit and he's coming to collect this fruit and there, there is another sad point here in spite of doing everything good for his vineyard it says here that it yielded only bad fruit Isaiah 5 3 says now judge between me and my vineyard what more could I have done for my vineyard than I have done for it when I looked for good grapes why did it yield only bad you know, many think that this signifies unbelievers. We cannot be more wrong. So the above scripture says a believer can also have bad fruit or bad grapes. Uh, now let's look at the next scenario. 
which is no fruit luke 13:6 then jesus told this parable a man had a fig tree growing in his vineyard and he went to look for fruit on it but did not find any so he said to the man looking after the vineyard that is jesus for 3 years now i have been coming to look for fruit on this fig tree and i haven't found any cut it down why should it use up the soil sir the man replied leave it alone for one more year and i'll dig around it and i'll fertilize it if it bears fruit next year fine if not cut it down you know here too a reference to the master's vineyard we are wild by nature when we are unbelievers but when i believe and repent the master takes me this wild plant and plants me in his precious vineyard where i'm cared for and nourished so i'm no longer wild now but i'm a cultivated vine or a fig tree uh, you know and then it says here uh, uh, you know many believers think that that is all there is uh, but we are wrong the master is looking for fruit and he's coming any time to collect uh, here the the master or the owner of the vineyard signifies the father god the gardener or the man looking after the vineyard signifies jesus the fig tree that is growing in his vineyard signifies a believer who is planted in the master's vineyard and it says here the fig tree growing so the a believer has to be growing in his faith has to be growing in his walk with the lord uh, you know here to the master did everything for his vineyard but he sees no fruit uh you know it's really a sad scenario here you know uh, then we have one more thing that is common in the about two portions the two the one from isaiah and the one from luke where we saw one had bad fruit and the other had no fruit uh, it's it's not the master who brings the fruit the master will do everything possible for this uh, fruit to be formed uh, but you know uh, the ultimate uh decision has to come from you uh you know you cannot say i didn't have fruit because the master didn't do enough no one can have ever done more than this master did uh, who even sent his son to die for us so the master does everything for fruit to grow but that's not enough the tree has to do its part uh, and what is this uh, that god uh, is asking us to do his grace his divine power plus man's effort which is obedience to god's word that is what brings fruit you know uh, i i i keep uh, using this uh, statement when i hear the word of god uh, i faith is built up in my heart and when i obey the word of god fruit is formed in our lives you know uh, so this is something that i really have to work at you know now let's look at the third scenario which is uh, you know uh, the good fruit and it's seen in the parable of the sower matthew 13:23 but the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word understands it here understands means obeys it uh, that is the one who produces a crop of fruit yielding 160 or 30 times what was sown so when i hear the word of god and understand it and put it into practice that is what brings good and abundant fruit so let me quickly recap bad fruit in a believer can come because of a few reasons 
uh, uh, I will just list out the few. Uh, because he didn't obey cheerfully, he didn't obey out of love for God, or his obedience was only partial obedience, or that he did it half-heartedly with a lukewarm heart. You know, uh, his deeds were lukewarm. Then the next scenario is no fruit and it can come only because of one reason, disobedience to God's words. They are hearers of the word like many believers today, but not doers of, of the word. The third scenario is good fruit. That comes to a person who hears the word, understands why God said so and obeys the word of God cheerfully. Now, there's one more harsh reality uh, or harsh scripture that we would be wise not to ignore. It's in Matthew 21 from 18. Early in the morning, as Jesus was on his way back to the city, he was hungry. Seeing a fig tree by the road, he went up to it but found nothing on it except leaves. Then he said to it, may you never bear fruit again. Immediately, the tree withered. And the disciples saw this and they were amazed. Uh, it, let's look at another uh, a book which has the same story. Mark eleven thirteen. It says, seeing in a distance a fig tree in leaf, he went to find out if it had any fruit. When he reached it, he found nothing on it except green leaves because it was not the season for figs. Uh, then he said to the tree, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And the disciples heard him say it, and the tree withered. You know, everything Jesus said or did, there was always a deeper meaning or a hidden message uh, uh, behind it, you know. So let's quickly see what the story means. Um, it says, uh, The fig tree uh, here signifies believers. Only green leaves but no fruit means faith but no deeds. So green leaves of faith means, you know, uh, outside uh, a believer looks alive and healthy. Uh, but for Jesus, that's of no use. In the end, because it did not have fruit, Jesus cursed it. Another important point to note, it, it was not in season. You know, God made the fig tree a seasonal tree that it would bear fruit only in its season. And the fig tree would bear only in season because God made it that way. That's why he, then why did he curse it? Uh, you know, and he also did it in the disciples hearing in front of them. So it's clear that Jesus was intending to send the disciples another very important message through this story. Jesus was through this incident trying to teach a profound lesson about faith without deeds. Now, we believers have green leaves of faith, uh, no doubt about it, you know, but we have no fruit uh, and uh, we have ample reasons for uh, not having fruit. And some of those reasons could be very genuine, but you can't give the excuse uh, saying, you know, I'm not in season or I was a very shy person. I'm not a speaker. I'm this, I'm that. I can give very genuine reasons for not having the fruit. I was busy. I was, ha I had so much of work. You know, it, it might be a very genuine reason, but for Jesus, nothing counts but having fruit. So 2 Timothy 4.2 says, be prepared in season and out of season. God will return at any time and he's coming to collect the fruit anytime. We better be ready. No fruit in a believer only ends in one way, being cursed. So the reason we are saved is to be a blessing to those around us, which will result in praises to God. 
so let me end this uh, you know uh, uh, this way uh, you know it's all about the fruit and this fruit uh, you know it's not just for yourself it's so that others will be blessed through it uh, so that others will be benefited through it uh, and thus the father being glorified in the process so let's keep that in mind and uh, let us see where we stand test ourselves and see where we have fallen short so that we can rectify it and another thing is, you know, if I have failed the test, I can work harder to rectify that mistake. And if I am doing all that the Bible has commanded me to do and I'm producing fruit, it does not stop there. I have to produce more fruit. So let's really work towards that and bring glory to our Father and prove to be Jesus' disciples. Thank you.